Welcome to Fantasy Fishing Edge, podcast about all things fantasy fishing and bass fishing in general. I'm Rich Lindgren, a.k.a. Hellabass. Find me at Hellabass on all popular social platforms and YouTube. This podcast is simulcast on YouTube as well, so if you prefer to watch the video version, search Fantasy Fishing Edge or Hellabass on YouTube to subscribe. There are also links to all these social media platforms and YouTube in the podcast descriptions. Enjoy the episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? You guys ready for some Gunnersville Fantasy Fishing Picks? Coming up next. Before we get into that, congrats to West Logan on a big win on his home waters on Neely Henry. And I needed those bonus points. So it was awesome that I finally got the winner for the first time since St. John's River where I got Brian New. Either way, a great championship Monday. It was fun to watch. I really enjoyed that a ton. Watching them fish shallow, changing constantly, cranking, swim jigs, buzz baits, shallow willow grass, current stuff, docks. It was a really cool event to watch. Uh, Neely Henry wasn't a huge weight tournament, but I did think it was a lot of fun to watch. I feel like my roster is finally getting on track. And although it hasn't been as good as I wanted it to be, for the record, I've beat Ronnie Moore two weeks in a row. Thanks, Ronnie. Congrats to our Beat Hellabass group winner, Jackie. You had a great tournament, 1,350 points. That was pretty awesome. But not quite enough to have the perfect roster which he needed all top 10 and the guy that won also had an amazing roster great job kcl on top of that there's been a little bit of shakeup in our group grand lake jayhawk has now taken over the top spot and there's definitely some new names at the top of the list with only four fantasy fishing events to go to be the title of the beat hellabass season end winner jack a your prize from omnia will be coming soon watch for your email from me and if you guys didn't win, don't feel too bad. You can still use my code, HellabassSpring15. Save 15% off almost everything at Omnia Fishing. Check it out. Lastly, drain the lake winner for Neely Henry. Chief won T. Horton. You think that's Tim Horton? The T. Horton? Playing my drain the lake beat Hellabass? Who knows? Let me know in the comments if you think, is it the real Tim Horton or not? Moving on to Gunnersville. End of May tournament. I think this is going to be a cool event. Not sure if it's going to be grass-dominated or if it's going to be ledge-dominated, but I do think it's an opportunity for this lake really to shine. Even though it's going to be mostly post-spawn, there should be a lot of fresh fish showing up on the ledges. So there is the opportunity that an angler could come onto some fish that haven't really been harassed or fished a ton and had hammered by local pressure yet. Because at this time of year, there should be a ton of fresh fish moving out deep from spawning. And so this is really an opportunity to get on some fresh schools that are really hungry, so it could make for some really exciting action. I don't know if this is going to be like a 100-pound event at Gunnersville like we've seen in the past in the spring. But I think, you know, guys are going to have to run that 20-pound mark or so to be in contention to the win. So I think at least 80 pounds is what you should be thinking for your tiebreaker weight. I think I'm going to go around 83 pounds. I've been a little optimistic lately, but I like to see good tournaments, so I like to be glass half full. I do think there'll be a lot of things to play. I think you'll see guys catching them on docks. I think you'll see guys catching them shallow on the grass. I think you'll see them catching them offshore grass. I think you'll see them on like current breaks and gravel bars. And I also think you will see them fishing out deep on ledges. So it could be anywhere from a win like we saw with Jamie Hartman or where Paul Mueller dominated day one of the event a few years ago. Or it could be a flipping grass deal like we saw Matt Heron. It's 
It's really hard to say, but either way, it should be a really fun Bass Live event to watch. Now let's take a quick peek at how my roster did at Neely Henry and then jump into the picks. And don't forget to stick around the end for the Drain the Lake rosters. All right, guys, quick look at Neely Henry before we jump into the Gunnersville picks. Finally getting to that 80 percentile, finally getting above that kind of low water threshold, getting our season back on track. Obviously, we want to be doing a lot better. We'd much prefer to be up in the 90s on a weekly basis. Super stoked. West Logan came through with the win. Needed those bonus, those 40 bonus points and the 10 points for leading two days of the tournament. Overall, I thought my roster was decent. You know, Bucket E is always a crapshoot. I thought Bill Wilder would have done a lot better on Neely Henry, but sometimes guys are in Bucket E for a reason and they're not having great seasons. I'm sure he'll get it back on track, but I don't think he'll be picking old Bill anytime soon. The one that really got me is Josh Strachner came out with a really good day one and then struggled just to weigh in one keeper on day two. That really killed my team, only getting six fish out of bucket A. Not sure how I could have seen that one coming. I thought I had a really good pick coming out of that. But live and learn, on to Gunnersville. All right, per usual, like to sub, like to start at bucket E. As usual, bucket E, not a ton of exciting names and not a lot of ton of guys having a really great season. This week... I'm going to go with a little bit different strategy. Now, last week I had a nostalgia pick with Rick Clun, and he actually made his first $10,000 check and had a decent finish. For a bucket E guy, he did really well. So I thought, let's keep this nostalgia pick going. And if you're looking for kind of a sneaky pick, look at maybe David Fritz this week. He's actually been right around that 50 cut the last two times on Gunnersville. And cranking right after the spawn, post-spawn, it actually might be a really good time to take David Fritz. So if you're looking for that nostalgia pick, if you're a big Fritz fan, if you've been looking for a tournament all year to pick him, this is probably the week. Me, I'm going to go with Robbie Latuso. A, it's fun to say Latuso. B, he's actually the highest point getter in Bucket E. So this is a strategy of like best of the worst. So he's having the best season of everybody in Bucket E after six events, which is you know, a significant sample size of data now. Hopefully he's trending up on the way out. And he's had a few decent tournaments and cash from checks at Gunnersville. Plus, being early in the year, he likes to fish shallow from Louisiana, likes grass. I think he'll be able to find enough fish to scrap together some decent limits and put up some good points for the Beat Hella Bass team. Bucket D, you're going to see a couple big names like Chris Zeldane, Scott Canterbury, Justin Atkins, Paul Mueller's all have really good merit for picking. Zeldane has done well in Gunnersville. He's a big fish specialist. He needs to catch him. Scott Canterbury's from Alabama, traditionally does well, knows Gunnersville very well, although had stubbed his toe in a few tournaments. Justin Atkins is from Florence, Alabama, which is on Pickwick, which is another TV. Like, he should do well on Gunnersville. He's done well in a few tournaments, uh, recently as much as the Bassmaster Open on Pickwick. And Paul Mueller led day one last time they had a tournament in June, fishing deep on a ledge on Gunnersville. So those are all attractive things. Paul Mueller's coming off a second place or third place on Neely Henry. But I think slightly under the radar here is Clint Davis. Alabama guy, loves fishing deep, loves fishing offshore, has a really consistent track record on Gunnersville and like lakes. So I think he's a little bit under the radar, and I think he's the best value pick for me in bucket D. I think any of those other four guys can make really good picks, but uh, that's not the way I'm going to go right now. Carl Jackson also has some history of some good days fishing glide baits and swim baits and fishing rocks and that kind of stuff could definitely play on Gunnersville out of bucket D2. So there's a lot of interesting names with decent history in this bucket. Uh, Morgan Thaler also made a top 10 last fall. Uh, so there's there's some really good stuff in here. Uh, a little more 
interesting info and data to go off in bucket D than normal. Moving on to bucket C, the first thing you notice is Jamie Hartman sitting right at the top of the list ownership percentage because he won here in June of 2019. Now, that type of pattern could definitely play. There could be a little bit of shad spawn left over that could be getting on those grass lines in that magical mile of the river. But I think that's probably not likely this year. And I think, you know, going back to back at it one month early is not super likely. Uh, Mark Menendez likes Gunnersville, likes the TVA. He could be good. I think if you're looking for somebody sneaky, maybe look at a Brian Schmidt. River, grass, usually means success for Brian Schmidt. There's not a lot of data and historical information to go off of, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Brian Schmidt have a really good event here. He did well at Pickwick earlier this year. But for me, I'm going Michigan Chad Pipkins. Not just because he has great hair, but he has this track record when there are good offshore bites Going back to 2019 on places like Lake Fork, Chickamauga, Pickwick. He just does well in these offshore tournaments. He's done well at Gunnersville. He has a knack for finding these offshore bites. And I think this week with the post-spawn, the fish just getting off, this is a really good opportunity for Chad Pipkins to have a good tournament. And I expect him to do really well. And at less than 5%, he's a real steal in Bucket C. And I think he has a chance to make a top 10 like he did on Pickwick in April. Bucket B, Stephen Kennedy is stealing the limelight. He's an Alabama angler. I don't know that he's been great on Gunnersville, but obviously Kennedy is a threat just about anywhere he goes, but he's just so inconsistent and hard to pick. I really thought about Setson Bealock. He's a really good pick here. I've picked him in the past on Gunnersville. He's an offshore guy. I could definitely see him slinging a plug and dragging a big old worm on some ledge fish and really getting it done this week. I could see Josh Strachner rebounding, having a good tournament this week. He loves fishing offshore and deep. If you're looking for a sneaky guy, I think Taku Itu could be a really good pick here. I almost picked him. I really thought going off the radar and going with him. What he did on Lake Fork really made me think he might do something special here at Gunnersville and catch a lot of guys by surprise and make some fancy owners super happy. But I'm going with my guy, Brandon Lester. He let me down a little bit at Knoxville. He did well for me at Pickwick. In general, I like picking him on these TVA lakes. He did really well in the Gunnersville Classic. He's had several really good finishes on Gunnersville, and I expect him to kind of have a breakout event before we go north and get some really good points in the bank before we head north so that he can finish his season strong. Lastly, bucket A, Gerald Swindle, capping the owner percentage just by a little bit over Minnesota's own Seth Fighter. Uh, there's a lot of really good anglers in this bucket, you know, guys like Buddy Gross, uh, Hank Cherry, Kyle Welcher, Patrick Walters, you know, so many big names. All those guys could do really well. Uh, obviously, Swindle almost got it done, got his first win. He's going to be chomping at the bit uh, this week at Gunnersville. And this is his home lake, so maybe that's something to go with. If you're really a Gerald Swindle fan, I wouldn't push you away from picking him this week. But for my kind of alternate backup pick, uh, you know, the only thing, the only angler that's probably hotter than Brock Mosley is Seth Fighter. So I definitely looked hard at Brock Mosley. Uh, he's got some top 20 finishes on Gunnersville, and he's just ripping off top 10s left and right this year on the Bassmaster Elite Series. But Seth Fighter is even hotter than that. He hasn't had a bad finish back to last year. His worst finish this year is like in the mid-20s. And honestly, he's been a top 10 machine on Gunnersville. So that, uh, him being a grass slipping specialist, Gunnersville definitely seems to meld well with him. It seems like he's on this unstoppable train destined to cash in on the 2021 Bassmaster Elite Series Angler of the Year title. I think there's a pretty good chance you're going to see Seth Fighter every single week throughout the rest of the year on my fantasy fishing team. He just seems too good. 
and uh, he's fishing so well. And the matchups on these last three regular season lakes look too good to be true. Gunnersville, Champlain, and St. Lawrence. Um, I'm pulling for you. Hopefully the only thing that can't derail Seth Fighter is me putting him on my fantasy team. So let's get it done. All right, tiebreaker wake, 83 pounds. Hopefully I'm not being too optimistic. Uh, looked at a few reports. Gunnersville's fishing okay right now, but not super great. But hopefully these fresh fish showing up on the ledges. We'll let these guys really light them up on some offshore stuff this week. Now let's jump in to drain the lake. All right, like we talked before, drain the lake. You can pick your eight anglers. Uh, once you pick them, they cross them off the bottom, and you can't use them anymore. So those are the anglers that I've picked already. Thankfully, West Logan got me the double bonus points, which gave me a decent uh, jump. And we're up to 86% and drain the lake, which ain't too bad. So here are my picks and why. Justin Atkins, we talked about him as possibly being a good pick. He's a pickwick guy. I expect him to kind of get out of his funk this week at Gunnersville. Clint Davis, already on my main roster. I expect him big things. I expect him to potentially be in the hunt for a win this week at Gunnersville. Buddy Gross, TVA specialist. It was really hard not to put him on my regular team. Matt Heron has shown some really good tournaments flipping grass on Gunnersville. I like him here. We talked about Lester already. You know I want him. We talked about Mosley. Good pick. I thought this was a really good event for me to pick G-Man. Maybe I should have used him last week at Neely Henry, but I saved him for this week, Gerald Swindle. And then lastly, my guy, Kyle Welcher. I want to make sure he get used up on a, a riverine system, a down south impoundment before we hit the classic and before we head up north. So these are the guys I want to burn up my horses before we go to the classic and make that northern swing so hope you guys are doing well let me know your picks down below what you guys think of gunnersville and during the lake if you guys want to continue to catch more big bass and suck less and beat ronnie more in fancy fishing make sure you watch some of these videos coming up right here As always, thanks to all of you that hung in till the end of this podcast. This has been another episode of Hellabass Bass Fishing Podcast Experience. Please consider sharing this with any of your bass and buddies and friends. This is the best way for podcasts to grow is through word of mouth. Also, don't forget to search Hellabass on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, or just about anywhere else so that we can connect in more ways. As always, here to help you catch more bass and suck less.